Greetings, listeners. Please note, the views and opinions stated on this podcast are that of the hosts. We are not authorities on the topics discussed here and do not claim to be. We're here to share our knowledge, our experiences, and have some laughs at the expense of everyone, including ourselves. Please keep an open mind, an open heart, and an open sense of humor. Enjoy listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Magic Meltdown. Hey, yo, baby girl, how it do? I'm great. How are you? I'm all right. (laughs) (laughs) So, as we promised, this is going to be the second part of our discussion on, quote-unquote, baby witches. Kind of of a mix of, like, baby witches and and books. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Babies and books. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like it'd be, like, a really weird, like, bougie uh, infant boutique. Boutique with, like... (laughs) literati babies or something <laughs> they'd be like all of our baby clothes are 100 percent organic and they are made from recycled books <laughs> that would actually be kind of interesting <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've i've felt like i used to like i used to work in a store and they sold um they sold like uh duvets that were made out of like recycled paper like fabric made out of oh, paper cool. and i was like it's really soft and nice yeah. But it also, it also like, felt very delicate. Like, I felt like, I'm like, if I slept on this once, it'd have, like, fucking 18 holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> if I sneezed on it, it's gonna rip. <laughs> so, where <laughs> shall we begin? <sighs> okay, just to, just to kind of brush up a little bit on the previous episode. So, we were discussing baby witches and how using that terminology in, you know, modern... Uh, modern society can open you up to pretty much creepers like you know very predatory very manipulative people you know when i say predator i don't necessarily mean like you know creepy weird sexual predators i mean just there's a lot of predatory people yes in open communities like this when you have a community of people who are kind of considered to be like outcasts or different or you know outside of the norm Yes, it draws in a lot of great, cool, awesome people, but it also opens it up for fucking crazy people and weirdos and, like, narcissists and assholes who just want to, you know, feel powerful and feel like they can... make some money and... Yep, feel like like they can lord over people. So, it's... We were kind of discussing a bit about how you shouldn't use that terminology. You know, my thing is, if you want to go into... Any type of social media platform, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, and you want to kind of interact with people who do magic, don't let them know that you're super new to it. Right. I mean, you can find other ways to word it instead of being like, I'm a baby witch or I'm a newbie or something like that. You know, you could just simply say like, hey, I'm looking, you know, I've been, you know, I've been doing some research and I've just been looking for other ideas like, what what does some of you guys practice or what's some of the stuff that, you know, you guys, right. you know, incorporate into your daily ritual or daily practice? There's other more positive ways to word it that won't make you as vulnerable. Because that's the thing. People who are the narcissistic, the controlling, you know, the scammers, they're going to look for people that can be easily worked. They're going to look for people that 
can you know they can view as being naive people that you know they can they can use and abuse mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. i mean i i have met people like that i while i am a solitary practitioner i have kind of dabbled a bit in the community where if there's like open community right. events like i've done some of those um you know i used to be acquainted with a person who ran a shop and they were very prone to being very manipulative and kind of abusive towards towards people. And they wanted everybody to basically be on the same page as them. Mm. And so when you are younger, you do get people who are like that. I used to uh, I used to offer psychic readings out of a shop, and they got another woman in there who did um, like they got this woman in there and she did past life readings Mm -hmm. and she was kind of she was kind of flaky she she had some big like carol baskins on her oh boy (laughs) (laughs) um she she had like super wonderful luscious like 80s blown out hair like blonde bleach blonde 80s blown out hair she kind of looked like your a stereotypical like movie witch minus being green like she mm-hmm. had like a very like prominent like kind of pointed hook nose you know she had like the very high cheekbones she she literally looked like a movie oh witch. my goodness and she was very she was very ageist towards me because i was so young and you know one day her and i just decided we're like hey it's kind of it's kind of boring you know it's a very slow day do you want to exchange readings and so we did. And I did a reading for her. Um, I I do like Oracle and Tarot and stuff like that. And she did like past life readings. So, you know, I did a reading for her and not, you know, not not trying to toot my own horn here or anything. <laughs> but it was a, it was a pretty good reading. And she herself verified that it was accurate. She herself told me, you know, I had mentioned to her about getting a new car, going mm-hmm. on a journey, like everything that i had mentioned her she goes i literally just like i'm like i literally just filled out the paperwork a few days ago for a new car and picking it up next week like i am gonna be like going to visit my son down south like everything i had told her she confirmed me and she told me was accurate and true and then when she did a reading for me she kind of you know it's it's very hard with past life readings because you can't really prove whether they're accurate or not I mean, unless maybe you went to, a, like, a, you know, I had a friend that went to, he would go to those regression mm-hmm. classes. And, like, maybe if you remembered something from mm-hmm. doing one of those, you could be like, oh, yeah, but you're right. Like, how do you, and how I do mean, you prove that in your seventh life when you were a right. caveman that you... <laughs> and, I mean, I enjoyed her reading. You know, it was it was kind of fun. She hit me with a... I don't tell everybody this, but you were definitely a famous person of in a course, past life. Everybody's always a famous person <laughs> in a past life. She said, I don't tell everybody this. And I'm just like, oh, I see. I'm so special. Woo. <laughs> and honestly, like after after the reading, you know, a little time later, um, like a, a, a person had come into the store and they were looking for a reading. You know, we told this person what both of our services were. And like they ended up going with me as the reader and I did their reading and the past life reading lady kind of, you know, was off yonder doing whatever. And later that day, like when the shop was closing up, she looked at me and she was like, 
you know, I think what you do is nice and all, but I don't think you should be in this line of work. You're too young. Okay. <laughs> and she basically was like, you need to hone your skills more and you shouldn't be charging people for readings because you're so young and you don't know what you're doing and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, but you, you literally told me that everything I told you in your reading was accurate. Right, right. And even the woman who had come in and got a, got in, gotten a reading from me told me it was accurate. And again, I don't claim to know everything and I don't claim to be, you know, like bomb diggity psychic. But I've never had a person in a reading be like, you're completely off the mark. Like you're, you know, you're, this is a shitty reading. This mm -hmm. is fake. This mm -hmm. is, I've never had that happen. And she was just so, and like, I could kind of tell it was coming from a place of jealousy. Right, right. And then she was like, well, if you want to like advance and you want to learn, you know, I offer classes and they're like, you know, they're like $300 fucking classes and all this stuff. And she goes, oh, and you know, I got, I like, I got, I went to like this other person and they like certified me and verified me. And like, I, I did classes with this person, you know, their classes start at like a thousand dollars for like 12 classes. And I'm just like, excuse fucking me. Like, <laughs> Girl, I don't even know what the fuck a thousand dollars looks like. Get out of here. Let alone a, to pay for a class. It sounds like those stupid, well, like what, what's her face there? Um, they just had a thing on hulu her documentary the freeform documentary swan uh what's her name something swan the oh my God, i don't know <laughs> the, oh teal swan oh <laughs> like she her classes i believe she charges like thousands of dollars for and that nexium cult see all those cult, oh God, the, the that's, cult, people. that's what cult stuff does like <clears throat> cult stuff charging all that money but she she just kept reiterating to me that i was too young and I needed to learn from older people and I needed to pay to learn from older See, people. See, like, I could, I could understand that, okay, yeah, maybe, like, if you're young, you do need to, like, exp you know, hone your craft and have somebody older, but, like, I don't know if I feel very comfortable with it and you need to pay me to, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. feel like it would have been cooler if she hadn't recommended, like, you know, somebody that you could have mentored with it wasn't going to charge you a thousand dollars a class or something yeah i mean even even me like i i have taught like paganism classes in the past i charged like 15 dollars a class and i think i only did like it was only like seven classes long right and right. part of part of the fee was literally just like supplies yeah like we make shit i'm like hi want to learn like paganism we're gonna get crafty about it yeah <laughs> you like, know right exactly but it's it's just that thing where, again, being young and being in this type of path opens you up and it makes you vulnerable. And Absolutely. you've got to be smart about how you approach these things. You've got to be smart about how you approach people. And you'll find people who don't want to take no for an answer. And if you give them no, they're going to be assholes about it. They're mm -hmm. going to be like me. You know, they're going to lash back at you. They're going to call you names. They're going to try to guilt you into wanting to do you know, their thing or follow them or take their classes or their workshops or whatever. And you just, you've really got to stand your ground and it's okay to be open-minded, but again, don't, don't look to one person as, you know, this, this sort of idol figure and be like, they're, they're the end all be all of what I need to learn right. and how I need right. to learn. Um, 
there's a YouTuber that I used to watch. Uh, she has she has uh, retired from YouTube, and her the videos she did in the beginning, like her earlier videos, I wasn't a big fan of because some of the information she gave was kind of weird and very off putting, and it was stuff like all Wiccans are vegan. What? And like you know like men aren't allowed in like in Wicca or like they have to be like specially welcomed in and all this and it was kind of like you know I kind of it was very hit or miss for me to I mean to watch her earlier videos Gardenian Wicca was founded by a man yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean I understand like Dianic like Dianic Wiccan like you know that that's obviously like you know female pretty much like woman exclusive um but then, like, as her videos went on and she started being more honest with herself and she kind of went through this period of time where she, you know, started becoming, like, more mindful. She started doing a lot of, like, inner work with herself. She started doing, like, therapy and normal life. And I started really enjoying her videos oh, after cool. that. And okay. they felt way more inspirational and way more enjoyable to watch because she was being more authentic. And she did come out at one point in time and say that, Everything she was saying in her earlier videos had been taught to her by, like, the woman who taught her Wicca and, like, the group that oh, that woman okay. was from. And they were, you know, that was their rules was like, oh, you know, like, men have to be welcomed in and all Wiccans have to be oh, vegans okay. because Wiccans don't hurt animals and we don't it's we don't hurt the, you know, like, and it's kind of like that's a prime example of how being a young person and being brought into some type of group or organization or can, even, and not even just young but just not you know being inexperienced yes. can put you yes it, because she this girl probably didn't even think to you know in, in the beginning to like counter what they were telling her yeah or even she kind of just she just probably Took assumed it. okay yeah. this is a group of people they know what they're doing mm -hmm. and i'm gonna do what they tell me to do and I, I feel like if you are a new person to the practice, this is the type of thing that you have to be more weary of. And especially if you find a group, whether it's in person or online, and people start throwing around the word family, watch the fuck out for that. Because, like, that's... I thought you meant the cat jumping on the couch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, watch the fuck out I'm of like, that cat. Your cat's gonna stop the recording in about two seconds. <laughs> She's like, you know what? Y'all are fucking lame. Smack. <laughs> she just hits the stop button. She's like, we're done. Do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> I give this podcast a zero. <laughs> zero stars. Zero pause. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, if, if people are throwing around words like family, definitely watch the fuck out for that because... That's like freaky cultish behavior. Yeah, like the or, Manson family. <laughs> right. What was there's the source family? They're always families. <laughs> even even not like even not into that extreme. Like think about like even if you if you work a job and they're like, Oh, we're, we're close, we're like family. Yeah, chances are that job super fucking toxic, super fucking right. manipulative, super shitty to work like with your coworkers and the management. If they're calling themselves family, that means that they're probably a really fucking shitty work environment and they're trying to like make For you real. feel For real. feel like you're obligated or you yes. have some type of, you know, connection to them. It's the same thing 
when it comes to paganism and witchcraft where you know if you start to feel if you start to find groups where people are like oh we're we're a family we're like a family here like it's that same exact thing where it's just like you could possibly be walking into a situation right. where you're possibly going to be amu- amused <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> you po- might be amused. <laughs> you're possibly going to be abused. You're possibly, amused you know. Amused and abused. <laughs> going to be manipulated. And once, if if you start to get, you know, if you start to get your own backbone and you start to turn on those people, they're not going to be fucking happy right, about it. Right. So just, please, if you are a new practitioner and you want to get into this shit, like, just approach everything with caution. Approach it with caution you know, don't let any one single person tell you this is the right way. And this is real right. magic. This is real witchcraft. And don't be this scared is, either. You know. Like, don't be thinking that these people are like high wizards that are going to like zap you into, you know, a, into some other dimension or, or just, you know, that they're going to like do things that are going to, I don't know, like... I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Just I just like they're just, gonna give you that demonic bloodline curse. Ex- exactly. Like don't be afraid because as we discussed in the previous episode, to actually be able to do like bad magic on people, it, it's not that simple. So don't be afraid to like stick up for yourself and have a backbone for sure. And I'm sorry, but some of these people in like online groups and forums are literally fucking nuts, and they are just. They are so <laughs> they are so desperate for things to be, you know, magical, m- mystical and, and, and magical. Everything is sure. always demons and curses and evil. You never see in these groups like I met a wood nymph today and we danced merrily in the forest and I connected with Gaia and flowers bloomed and it was beautiful. No, I call you, bullshit. You, you always <laughs> see you always see like hi uh we repainted our bathroom and now there's an evil shadow man living in the mirror send help and we need an exorcist like you it's always bad things it's always bring up in bad these groups. things like this lady with her ancestral bloodline curse <laughs> like and you know somebody else said like i i mentioned at the last episode that's what i'm referencing people that didn't listen let me read the quote again <laughs> I need a strong protection spell for my children. I battle demons from a bloodline family curse. And I think that this person is talking about literal demons. I don't think that this is like a hypothetical, like figurative <laughs> demons. I think this is Fact, like alcoholism runs deep. We got some demons like now nah, they're thinking, right. like, oh, my God, call the Winchesters right away. And then somebody also like, where, where did it go? Oh, right. OK. So in response to this, so this this was a Facebook post, guys. It says, if I did, I'd most certainly tell you currently in a similar situation what we're trying to figure it out. I do want to follow, if you don't mind, my light witch grandmother, whom I've never met and died at 34, um, okay, (laughs) I believe had someone do it to her without her being aware. I have children as well, and it's lonely around me because I'm crazy for even speaking like this. Also, I found a lot of my books on Pinterest and Amazon, by the way, for spells. Do review check, of course. But I've gotten really good books. What? (laughs) Okay. What what even was that? I know. Listen... All right, if like one of my all-time favorite How many families have bloodline demon curses? Okay, <laughs> like everybody in these fucking groups. One of my all-time favorite things that I saw in like a fucking online group, which is again, this is one of those things where I I would never. I feel like even 
child me starting out in witchcraft would have if 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 facebook and social media existed back then and i was on there and i was in these groups i would have never fucking trusted any of these people like no i don't know maybe it's just like the way my family raised me to be fucking cautious and like you know fucking careful about everything but one of one of the things that really made me realize like no these people are all like just fucking nuts a person posted a picture of a piece of paper that had symbols written on it and this person was just like i found this on the on on um i found this on the sidewalk and i you know it, i've i've tried looking up these symbols and they're not runes and like they're not from this and they're not from that and I, you know, I just like it, like, I'm so scared. What if I picked up a curse? What if this paper is cursed? And can anybody cursed tell me? Talesman. <laughs> right? Sounds like an old time radio show. <laughs> it, was literally, it was literally like a folded up, like crinkly piece of, you know, like computer paper mm-hmm. with some, some, like some symbols written on it. And in the comment section, all these people were like, burn it with salt. It is cursed. Your family is cursed now. You awakened a demon. Like, all of these people, like, you have people being like, oh, they're Elder Futhark runes. And, like, they literally were not at all. Like, other people being like, oh, it's this, it's these runes or these symbols or it's this language or, like, it's the angu- it's the language of the angels passed, oh down, my God. passed yes. down through the Knights Templar. And, On like, the, the mean streets of Duluth, you found all, this All of this shit, language. like, of all of these people like fear mongering and hyping this up and being like i sense evil from this and then one one man stood apart one this, rational human the being. savior <laughs> this fucking neckbeard bro with fucking glasses wearing a super mario shirt super com- mario shirt comments Amazing. these are the symbols from the elder scroll game they're from a video game I love it. I love when it's something that's got nothing and to do with magic. And even after he said that, people, people were arguing. People I'm were sure. still like, "Well, it could still be evil. Somebody could have used these video game symbols to make a curse. Probably somebody was writing down some cheat codes or something exactly. to like and solve like, the game. The fucking just the the insane comments of all these people just being it's like, dangerous. I sense evil. Well, to go back to this wackadoo thread that I'm reading, like, there's this one comment that if, I, I mean, if somebody was a new witch, they might fall for this crap. So this one person writes out your dot 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 own dot 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 blood dot dot dot. And then, and then they proceed to say to save children who are our blood it takes a blood sacrifice something you are willing to give and to offer for those you love most i mean i could see some really distraught person that maybe is having some horrible thing happening to them thinking that this is a legitimate thing that they need to do yeah and self-harm and self-harm themselves yeah like no okay stop like but that's that's the thing i mean i don't i don't know i don't think i personally have i don't even know if i would go into a facebook group or any group online and ask a question and 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 not and want a serious answer i might to stir up stir the pot a little bit yeah because honestly most of the time when you go into like like witchcraft groups on facebook it's not even people sharing like good information no, or it's good, crazy stuff or good spells. Yeah, it's literally it's like negativity I, and craziness. I found this children's bracelet in my backyard when I was digging up my garden. 
what do you think about it? And then it's literally 400 people commenting, it's cursed, get rid of the it. The spirits of the dead child that yeah, is buried I, in your I'm backyard. A, I'm a like, 12th generation powerful psychic priestess fucking moon goddess witch and I, uh, the spirits are telling me that this is evil <laughs> and it's like, then the person comes back and be like, oh, my daughter lost this like a year ago in the garden. Right, and right. that's the thing, people want everything to be magical. Something. Everybody wants it to be demons or evil or spirits or ghosts. Like, all this shit is literally not as common as people think it is. And even no. then, even if, like, there are fucking ghosts and spirits around us all the time, we just don't fucking know they're there because unlike in the fucking movies and TV shows, they're not all knocking shits off the... Like, off the fucking shelf. They're not all fucking, you know, fucking making noises <laughs> right. and moaning into Which, your I mean, ear in the dead of night. Like For, for those that actually believe in, like, ghosts and, and all that kind of stuff, if you've ever gone on a legitimate paranormal investigation, they will tell you how hard it would be for a spirit to do certain things like oh yeah. and, and move things and like you might your best bet you might get some evp or get no, i mean even you know, even like, think about like ghost hunters like the original og ghost hunters their biggest thing was to try to disprove ghosts right because they yes. want people to think ghosts are real. They don't want people to be like, "Oh, it's a bunch of you know, like ooh, right. the the curtain, the curtain that's right above the fucking heating vent right, moved. Right. Ooh, it's a ghost." Right. Like they didn't want people thinking that, so they were like, "We would rather debunk it and have yeah. good hardcore I... evidence than be like, here's some really shoddy, can be disproven evidence." Which, you know, a lot of the other ghost shows that came after that had where it was just like every other episode like one of the hosts was getting like possessed by a spirit Ugh. or every other episode it's just like oh you know like we, there there was a there was an an orb a dust speck that flew across the screen oh like i i think that's one of the things i liked the most about the original ghost they were like, Skeptics. Ghost hunters, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, well, I've been. They on, believed, but, but they, they wanted to present actual good evidence. Right. Like I. W so. And I think out of the fucking like, that show was on for fuck all ever. They had like, a dozen plus seasons. I think there was maybe only like four or five episodes in all the like hundred plus episodes they had where they were actually like, we have no explanation for this. Like, right. This right. is actual evidence. Like we can't explain this. We've tried debunking this we can't debunk it right. like this is good evidence whereas again all the other fucking like shows that came after that it was literally just like oh man i walked into this room in this abandoned building that has no windows and it's cold it must be a spirit nearby oh <laughs> you my know God. i know right my like my personal favorite like forever is gonna be i think it was ghost hunters international which they had like a really fucking crazy like psychic dude on there like, psychic medium who was always getting fucking possessed. And there was, like, an episode where they were investigating, like, an old farmhouse. And they walked into, like, the fucking old, like, mill. And this dude just, like, crunches up on himself and starts, like, rocking. And he's like, Eliza, help me. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I was, like, a fucking young... I was, like, an adolescent seeing that, and I fucking died. Like, <laughs> I was laughing so hard. And they're, like, after doing some investigation, we found out that, like, in the early 1900s, the, the, the grain mill exploded, and this man who owned the farm drowned in the grain, and 
After doing more research, we discovered his wife's name was Eliza. The, our psychic medium was possessed and reliving that man's final moments. Like, listen, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure that if you're, like, being smothered in grain, you're not going to be going, bleh, 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 bleh. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're going to be making, most likely, guttural sounds. Right? And, yeah. Some coughing. Some coughing. And grain and is dry. Probably not a lot of loud sounds because <laughs> you're being engulfed <laughs> with the grain. Oh my goodness. I know. It's just. That's another thing. That's a future episode. We're going to talk about possessions. Right. Like, that seems to be happening a lot more than it ever used to. Yeah. They're just like, there's so much bullshit in these Facebook groups. And that's, that's kind of why I, a lot of them I ended up like leaving and I don't follow anymore because it's just like. You know, I'm coming here to have somebody be like, I like to use selenite for this. Right. Or, oh, do you know you can use this herb like for that? Like, intelligent conversation. I li- yeah, I like stuff like that. I'm not here to, you know, have it be like, I bought a coffee mug at a fucking, you know, garage sale, and it's got fucking all the demons from the Bible combined inside of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you like your coffee? Really black. <laughs> Like my soul. <laughs> no, that fucking coffee mug would be like, we like many. <laughs> oh my God. Legion, get out of my coffee mug. <laughs> so crazy. It's so crazy. I think my absolute favorite wackadoo curse type thing was when so- there was a picture on a Facebook group and it was a bowl of like yellow substance that appeared to be butter. And then there was this whole, like, dissertation about how this person noticed that their neighbor had put the butter out, the the bowl of butter out on the porch. And what could it possibly mean? And it just descended into, like, the cursed butter chaos. Like, it was absolutely nuts. And I'm just thinking, what on earth would even make you associate... This alleged butter, like with I mean, demons. I, I read a I read a book once on like hoodoo where like butter can be used to like stop evil or like absorb evil. But even then, it's like you're was it was it was it was it was it warm outside? Did your neighbor try to soften the butter? Was it cold outside? Was it even were butter? They, were they trying to <laughs> stiffen the butter? Was it butter? Was it maybe something else that they were making? Like you know when people used to put pies out on the windowsill to cool? Yeah, and exactly. like that's the thing. Even if it was like the hoodoo protective butter, well maybe your neighbors like trying to protect themselves <laughs> from, from your you. whack ass. <laughs> like you know, oh, like, and that person oh across the way is always looking at me funny. Put the put <laughs> protection butter out it's so crazy but you know and the, but then you just people are gonna get this really bad information about st- all the stuff that's probably not even accurate it, it's just yeah i i i don't think i've ever gotten too much useful information no. in any of which i am in a witch group on facebook that is for witchy businesses mm-hmm. and that one's okay like but they don't ever talk about like anything it's all like promoting your products and you know, like mm-hmm. your etsy shop and stuff and that's probably the only group i like because it's just like yeah like it and honestly not too much better in the tarot groups I'm in a few tarot groups. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like, some are okay. Like, there are, there's one that I'm in that is, like, it's a learning group, and it legitimately is, you know, it, it, it's okay. But 
same thing. Like, people are putting all these pictures up, and they're like, what does this reading mean? Like, like this is what my question was. Or, like, today somebody put, they were doing a reading for their friend, and they then posted it on Facebook, and then we're like, and my whole thing is, okay, are you doing a spread, first of all? Is this even, like, like what is this? Just a bunch of cards? Like, like <laughs> I don't know. I mean... And, and then it's like, you notice too in these groups, when people pose these, what does this mean questions, it's like they just are looking for the answer that they want. Yeah. They're cherry picking answers. Mm-hmm. They don't really, like, you know how many parades I've rained on with my common sense, like, you know, about like candles burning a certain way and why that could be, or why did the wick look like that? Well, especially with candles, like, like it, there's, there's so much. so many Like, it, if the candle isn't made right... Or the, the has a wrong wick in it. If the the wax is a certain kind, all of right, that like, stuff you're, is you're going you're to buy impact. the fucking jankiest like dollar candles and from the dollar the store. Wicks are not in the middle. They are made from like I don't even know what the fuck kind of wax probably they're made paraffin, from. But they're like the mostly par- hollow and they burn really right. weird. So it's exactly. like if somebody were to use one of those for a spell, they'd be like, "Oh, what's wrong with the way my candle burned?" It's like. Uh, fucking Dollar Tree says it's gonna burn this way. Basically. <laughs> like, I mean, but it's just like, you know, you can't, like, you know, this week somebody was posting pictures of the possessed daddy long legs in their shower, and what could it mean? You, It's damp? Like, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know, it just, people want so badly for stuff to mean stuff, and, and to, like you said, you know, kind of live out that TV movie fantasy. Right. And it just takes away from the special that is when something real happens, like yeah. a real sign, a real, you know, magical moment kind of thing. I mean, but like we talked about in the last episode, it all goes back to, you know, where are you getting your information from? Please read a book, please. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm begging you, please, please, please get your information from books and not, you know... And a, and a variety of and books. And a variety again. of books. Yeah, because even, like, I know I've seen arguments made in, like, um, like, witch, like, witch groups online of people using spells from movies and TV shows. And either you get people who are just, like, def- hardcore defending it, like, mm-hmm. it's just a legitimate spell. Or you get people who are like, it's a movie TV spell. Like, you can't do that. Honestly, like... I think it all depends on the abilities of the practitioner. Right. Like, if you because like the words, like, yeah, if personally, it's a cute little poem, Yeah, fine. personally, like, especially, like, when I was a teenager, like, there were times where, like, I would take, you know, some of, like, the, the incantations from Charmed, and I would rewrite them and reword them because I'm just like, hey, that could work for this, but I'm lazy and I don't want to write my own, like, thing. You know, I mean, obviously, but I would still reworked it. Exactly. And, and turned it into it would a legitimate be, spell. It would be something like, you know, I, you know, where I created my own spell out of it, but might have used their wording. Because obviously a lot of shit on there was super, super fake. And it was super, like... Right, because the kind of witches and witchcraft is not what... It, it's all fantasy-based. It's yeah, not, like... And, you know, like, I mean, there's literally a fucking episode where, like, Prue drinks a fucking cocktail made out of, like a bunch of poisonous herbs and, like, mercury to, like, stop her heart. And it's like, okay, but, like, 
if you were an actual living human being, you not, a TV, do that. not a TV <laughs> witch, and you did back. that, you would fucking die. Exactly, like, exactly. Without being, like, without being able to right. be brought back, you know, which was, like, the whole thing is, like, oh, well, you can, you can drink this potion, and then, like, you can be brought back with CPR. Like, nah, bro, if you fucking drink that potion in real life, ain't no fucking CPR bringing you <laughs> right, back. Fucking right. mercury in your system, you ain't fucking coming back from that. <laughs> you know, it's funny you bring up Charmed because somebody, like, there was, somebody had found a spell and it was from charmed and they were like i recognize the spell but i'm not sure where it's from and blah 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 and like all i said in the comments was i believe that is from charmed and somebody got real nasty back with me and they're like well you do know that they consulted wiccans to do the show i'm like okay but uh, yeah great i'm just telling you that that's can, not yeah, a and spell then they from fucking a book bastardized it like, like listen, i'm just telling you it's a spell from a show that's all i uh, we have already made this plan where there's going to definitely be future episodes of this podcast where i fucking like tear apart episodes of charmed as a as a child and a teenager I loved Charmed. I, loved I Charmed thought it was super an cool and like, super great. Yeah. When I like revisited it as an adult, I was like, there's so much problems in this show where it's just like... And we're talking about classic Charm. We're yes, not talking, we're talking about, about, about the reboot. I haven't watched Oh, that. yeah. I mean, I have issues with the reboot, too. But like, <laughs> we're talking about OG, you know, 90s Charmed. Like, there's so many issues with the show where it's just like, you know, like... I, I always hated the fact that, like, the fucking Hallowell sisters, like, yeah, you're supposed to be the, the greatest, most powerful witches of all time, blah bitty blah bitty blue but they would, like, put other witches down because of it. And, like, that just, that really, like, you know, as a child, I didn't think about that, but, like, as an adult, I'm kind of like, you know, it's really fucked up when they're like, you know, oh, like, I met a witch at the bookstore today and talked about her. And then, like, you know, the sisters would be like, not a real witch, right? And they'd be like, well, of course not a real witch. Just some woman calling herself a witch that knows more about herbs and plants than we do. But she's not a real witch because we're the charmed ones. Like, I don't know. I just, I always hated like that aspect of the show where it was like, you know, in some regards that show was very empowering to, you know, to women and stuff like that. And in other regards, it was kind of, you know, it, it, it made, it kind of demeaned the craft i guess right, like right you know the charmed ones were like oh you know we're we're modern women taking control of our lives and we have our own <laughs> careers and our own you know things that we do and you know all this and then it's like if there was like a witch in the show who was wearing like a fucking like you know bohemian skirt and had fucking little jingly jangly necklaces and you know, crystal, like, gemstone rings and shit and was carrying around a pouch of herbs, they'd be like, <laughs> she's fucking crazy. Like, she's not a real witch. Like, we're real witches because, you know, we wear crop tops and, uh, you know, whatever. It's like, I don't know. There was just something, it's like, in in some ways, I feel like they almost made fun of, like, actual Wiccans, where it's right. like, no, real witches are these, you know, powerful, badass chicks in crop tops and leather pants who can <laughs> stop time and move objects yes. and, you know, <laughs> fucking karate chop you. Not not fucking, you know, ladies in their, like, fucking hippie outfits with their essential oils and their, you know, fucking garden of herbs and shit. Like, I don't know, it was, just, it was a really weird, weird dynamic in that show. But that's the conversation for another day. Because yes. otherwise oh I, gosh, will si- yes. I will sit here for the next eight fucking years talking about that shit. 
Yeah, there no, was eight we, years I, of I charm. Wanna, I want to definitely have a, a, a charmed episode because... Oh, we're going to have multiple, trust me. Yes, I have Like a lot I just of said, there's eight years of that shit. Problems with <laughs> some of this, that... And then got to get into the problems of the new one. <laughs> right, right. All the problems. Yeah, but, there's... I don't know. It's it's very frustrating, all of it. Yeah, And if, if you are a new practitioner who is, again, like I kind of brought this up a little bit in the last episode, like... If you are a new practitioner and you want to get into witchcraft and paganism and you like things like Charmed or Practical Magic or any of that fucking shit, Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost, it was a fucking banger-ass movie, I'm sorry, it was just so good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, be practical and be realistic. Like, have realistic expectations. You know, it would be really fucking cool if people could, like, throw energy balls and fly and teleport and do all that cool shit. That'd be super fucking awesome. If, I'd love it. If we could do that. But that's not but real. It's not real. And it's not something we can do right. as human beings. And, you know, don't go into witchcraft thinking, you know, you're going to read one fucking, like, random spell book from the bookstore and all of a sudden you're going to be fucking you know the fourth charmed one (laughs) right don't you know don't be thinking that and don't don't come into it thinking that and honestly if you are like a newbie to the craft don't expect all of your all of your beginning spells to work right it's kind of like when christians or you know pray your prayers aren't always answered like in in you could look at prayers like intent, you it's, know? Yeah, it's like, like it's like that scene in the movie Bruce Almighty when he just hits yes to all the prayers and then, like, the next day they're like... Right, right. They're like, you know, 108,000 108, people won the lottery yesterday. Like, it's like, wait, what? Like, right, you know, it's right. like... It's that thing where, you know, even if you put the intention and the desire out there, you're not always going to get the outcome you want. And I'm a firm believer in if you do some type of magic or spellcraft... And it doesn't happen. Either it wasn't meant to happen or it's not meant to happen now. Like, maybe you're asking for something that's just not right in your life now. Or, exactly, I swear I've had um, stuff kind of come into fruition, like, years later. Like, 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 that I forgot about it. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, maybe that spell I did back in 2005 came true. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But yeah, so and if you if you if you are if you are a, a newer person to the craft, like you know, I I am a big fan of the author Ellen Dugan. I really like her books. Mm-hmm. Um, most of her books have the word witchery after them. Like she has garden witchery, uh, seasonal witchery. She she has several several different books that are in that that. Uh, category i guess she also has a fun book on cat magic <laughs> like it's oh, strictly cool. it's strictly a book on like how to do spells I and magic I've with your kitty that book that's awesome yeah, i love that i love As that a person too. who has kitties i love that yeah my my one cat he's obsessed with like laying on my tarot cards and my magic books he's and, like, like mm, i like the vibes he likes here. he likes it he likes it more than my other cat does like he well, just catch the void you get the void yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know um honestly Every older, like, witch or pagan is going to be like, you gotta, you gotta read Uncle Ray's Big Blue Book, which is, like, Raymond Buckland's, like, complete I mean, it's good, but Raymond Buckland's kind of problematic as a person. Yeah, he was kind of a creeper and 
pretty much a sexual predator in some regards. And you know what? Don't ever, like, buy it for a reference book, but do not ever do any of the spells in the Gypsy Love Magic. That's the one that <laughs> they, wreaked havoc, delightful. Yeah. made people get their legs broken. Yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta get stuck and not be able to go back to Canada. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta give the man credit for, you know, kind of bringing bringing paganism back he was and, and to be fair like some of his books are okay like they're okay they're not the, the information isn't necessarily inaccurate i mean it, it depends yeah, on he what gives, you subscribe he gives a lot to. of historical information right, which is kind of right. cool but yeah i mean there i mean was, he lied about some stuff yeah. about that that secret there was a like a coven that he claimed existed in england in the for the forest whatever coven yeah like that was kind of embellished but like the the principles of Wicca, he does explain accurately, I, yeah. I think, to some extent. But and that, I, I wouldn't say that's the book you should run out and get, though, necessarily. And, yeah, I mean, if you can find that at, like, a library or somewhere you can get it's it a for good, It's good to, somewhere like, you can get it for through. free and yeah. you want to kind of scroll through it. Don't buy it, though, to use it. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of not worth it. Um, Scott Cunningham is who I recommend. Oh no, I lost my microphone. It came off my shirt. <laughs> Come back. Oh no. Um, you know I'm a huge fan of Scott Cunningham books. One of the things I really love about Scott Cunningham's books is, while his books, I mean he does have books that are literally geared towards Wiccans. Mm-hmm. Um, some of his books are also very general magic, where it's like right. he tells you you know, call on whatever, like, spirits or divinity or elementals or whoever you want to call on to do this magic. Like, he has spell work and magic that can be done by really without, yeah, without, you know... It being, like, Wicca. Yeah. High Wicca. Because some, you know, some authors will be like, oh, you know, you're going to use... You know, Aphrodite for this spell, or you're going to use, you know, Jupiter for this spell, or, you know, whoever. It's like... He gives you a really good base of where you can adapt his magic to whatever, you know, pantheon you might worship, if whether you're agnostic or atheist, which, whatever, you know, he, he kind of opens you up to being able to have a variety of, of options. Absolutely. And being able to adapt it to your needs. I feel like his books are very user-friendly, and they don't, like... They kind of, I don't know. They and they're all very, he gives, like, anything he has is, like, super, super, super easy ingredients to find. Like, yes. I've seen some, like, witch books where they're like, oh, here's some, like, common and easy to find ingredients. And, like, and then it's, like, black, newt. black, <laughs> black talcum powder. And it's like, what the fuck? Where am I going to find that? Black like, talcum powder, Yeah, it's, yes. like, black talcum powder, like, fucking, like, we, like, weird herbs that, like, you'd have to special order. And... If you're a person who's newer to the craft, like, you're not always going to be able to special order that stuff, especially right. if, you know, you're a teenager or something. Well, you, and you don't know necessarily where to even begin. Yeah. Like, what am I even, you know, it, you know, like Scott, like Scott Cunningham books have a lot of like, oh, you can make like a, a sachet for protection. Yes. You need like he black pepper, entire, cayenne pepper and coriander. He has an like, entire book that is called Spellcraft and yeah. it's all about like crafting things. Yeah, and you can magic. literally go to the, you know, you can go to the grocery store and pick up black pepper, cayenne, and coriander. It's right. like, yes. he does give you easier things to grab a hold and of. And he does, in his books, he has some really good reference books. Like, if you're looking for what to use certain herbs for and what to use certain, like, crystals and that sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, I I will say all of his books have very good appendixes with very good explanations of, like, all sorts of stuff. 
a lot of people will probably try to push you in the direction of Silver Raven Wolf. Um, I always say to take Silver Raven Wolf with like a grain of salt because Agree. she she is one of those authors who a lot of her a lot of her spell stuff does have crazy defined ingredients. She's the one with that black talcum powder. Right. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of her stuff, it does have like hard to find ingredients or sometimes it's like hard to do spells. Like there was a spell, um, I think it was to like bring an animal abuser to justice. And it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, cool. and it's like, oh, you know, like rub this, rub this magical like herb mix on, onto like the person's property. And it's like, where are you going to find a scenario where it's like, hi, I know we're enemies and you don't like me, but um, do you mind if I just take these herbs and rub them on your house? <laughs> <All right. laughs> like some, Yeah, some of her stuff or like some of it is like very, she can get kind of hokey and like TV witch yes. in some of and her stories. And I believe stories. that that is one of the biggest like critiques as the years have gone by about her books. Yeah. Like, like I mean, to be fair, I wasn't really, I was into her when I first started out and I was a teenager and we're talking in the 90s. So, like, you know, I don't think there was much that was being said negatively about her, but that has changed. Yeah, since. and especially as, like, her books went on. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like I heard she, that they got a little odd. Yeah, like, you know, she had, like, one where it's like, I was getting ready to leave the grocery store and it was raining and I thought rain stop and the rain stopped. And it's like, okay, that could have been you, but it also could have just been, like, the fucking rain the fu- stopped. The like, weather. <laughs> you know, it's... She she does she has really odd odd moments in books like there was one where she summoned like the I think like it was like the archangel Raphael she summoned him to uh, make the bubble gum ball machine at the grocery store work because it wouldn't turn or some shit like that it's like it's so you know she's one of those authors to take with like a a grain of salt I also I enjoy um I enjoy Jillian I think I'm probably saying her name wrong I think it's Jillian Kemp. I think that is her name. Um, she has some books on like gypsy magic, but yes, it's it's yes, kind yes, of yes. a little a little lighter about. gypsy magic. Yeah, um, not she Raymond Buckland's heavy stuff, right? <laughs> and not that his though, though. To be fair, those spells were not hard, and they were very user friendly. They are just like I'm thinking that maybe as a non Romani. I maybe shouldn't be dabbling <laughs> maybe, yeah, with right? the not, Romany magic. You you're know? not meant to do that. No, I, and I believe that. Like, I, mean, I don't think that that was meant for me. It's a great, like, and the irony of that is, too, is I replaced, the, I replaced that book. Like, the one that I used the last time around was a brand new copy. I went through that phase where I wanted to, like, re, re you know, kind of rebuild my library of some mm-hmm. of my 90s books. Yeah, she, Jillian Kemp has, like, a cool book on, uh, like, dream magic. Nice. So I, I do like that one. I mean, there are, there's, there's so many, oh God, I can't remember, can't remember this fucking dude's name. Is it like Chris Pen, Penzak? Pen, Penchak? That sounds familiar. It's like, yeah, it's like his, his last name is spelt kind of, kind of, uh, interestingly. It's like P-E-N-C-Z-A-K or something. <laughs> I can't remember his name. He, you know, he was a pretty, he was a pretty decent author back in the day. Um, you know, if you wanted to, if you wanted to learn some of the, some of the Italian witchcraft, there was, there was Raven Gramassi yes. had some books. Rest Raven in Gra- peace. I just found yeah. out who died today. 
I right he died several years ago and you're just like talking about him today and I'm like oh you know he passed away right and you're like what I know I had no idea but then I thought he was somebody else from a completely different author <laughs> but we should I think we should definitely have an episode where we talk about like get get books. more into books yeah and then I also want to talk about like when your authors maybe aren't as great as you thought they were <laughs> oh yeah that's that's, that's another definitely one because trust me, I'm like, even though I'm over here like, you can dabble in Silver Raven Wolf books, but take them with a grain of salt. I can tear the, I can tear some of her books apart. Yeah. Okay. Ready? And we're back. Sorry about that, guys. I hit stop on accident. <laughs> we wanted to f- wrap up and share our meltdown <laughs> moment. Let's, let's do our meltdown moment and then just silence. I, and I hit stop. <laughs> I don't know what All I was right, thinking. listeners are probably like, finally. Right. <laughs> silence. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so I wanted to share a couple little, little herby little herby things with you. So I feel like one thing I wanted to bring up in the last couple of episodes is we've been like, ah, yes, a magic, like our, our meltdown moments. Um, Honestly, a lot of these I am taking from my own like book of shadows or yeah. like magical book or whatever you want to call it. So wherever I sourced this from is fucking lost to time. Like That's fine. Some of these things are literally 20 fucking years yeah, old. That's cool. And I, I might not always remember what book I read it from or what author I got it from. And sometimes it's stuff that I learned or was told by different classes or workshops that I've attended. You know, we had mentioned before author Raven Gramasi, like I went to one of his workshops. Um, you know, it's like, so some of these things I can't always give credit to because I don't know where the credit is comes from <laughs> that's fine you know but i mean if if there's ever anything that i'm reading that i know specifically like oh here's like a little excerpt from a book i want to read i'd say like oh this is from blah 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 book by blah 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 author i just don't want people to think we're like assholes and like no being like this is our information nope, we're I'm, sharing it as i ours. have no problem citing sources <laughs> <laughs> i'm like my sources are lost to time <laughs> <laughs> so here's a couple for you adding a pinch of dragon's blood to any spell can increase its power. Dragon's blood is a resin. In case any of y'all might not know, it's um not actual dragon's blood. We're not out here killing the dragons. Sorry. Not cool. Don't do that. Yeah. You can add vervain or echinacea to a spell to help invoke helpful spirits for your spellcraft. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, adding figs or fig seeds or parts of figs, like, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to add like a whole fig to something. I mean, but adding figs to foods and potions can, um, be used to increase love drawing power in any sort of, uh, love, love spell or love magic. That's awesome. Hell yeah. So I am doing my magic meltdown moment is all about um, working with the moon, because I did talk about that last episode. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit about certain types of spells that you can do during the waxing moon and certain types of spells that you can do during the waning moon. Um, so when you do, when you work with the waxing moon, you can, you are doing spells to gain something. So that, that would be a great time to do spells for love, wealth, social grace, uh, health, prosperity, 
friends, safety, protection, satisfaction, necessary objects, and good fortune. And then the waning moon is a great time to do like banishing work or to get rid of stuff. And that would be when you would want to do spells such as, you know, to banish loneliness, if you're having money troubles, um, shyness, sickness, uh, purity. No, not purity. I don't know what this paucity I'm reading that. I am. Let me reference my source. <laughs> I am reading from the 1996 Magical Almanac because I'm definitely all about this almanac still. Um, I don't know what paucity is. P-A-U-C-I-T-Y. Let's Damn, Google. bro. Google. Let's Google it. Um, also, for the waning moon, you can. it's a good time to work on, uh, do work against your enemies. Not that I recommend that. Uh, bad influences, danger, want, as in, like, you're wanting for something, um, lack of necessary objects, and bad luck. What does that word mean? Uh, pretty wordy. <laughs> I've never heard of that word. <laughs> Paucity. The presence of something only in a small or insufficient quantity or oh, okay. amount. Scarcity. Which is really funny because I typed that in and my phone literally suggested underneath it witchcraft modern pagan views on lgbtq plus and wicca oh interesting. i'm like oh okay okay phone phone's listening <laughs> not <laughs> dear fbi agent in my phone mind your business <laughs> i'm trying to podcast right now now Thanks. i would like to say that this article that talks about this it's it's the article itself was called magical math in the moon by emily jane conroy who i feel like i remember her from back in the day but this article says a positive magical goal performed at the waxing moon is equivalent is equivalent to positive values being combined thus you end up with a greater amount than the original interesting and but a negative magical goal performed at the waxing moon is a combination of a positive with a negative leading you dead even with where you started so that makes sense so like if you're doing a spell to gain something but you're doing it during a, a waning moon you're you're not gaining or losing you're just stagnant which i mean but that again is if you just if you personally like to work with the moon, that is not a requirement. There are lots of witches that do whatever they want, whenever they want, spell-wise. I personally, I'm a, I'm a moon worker, but do not feel like if you're not, that that's... I know for a fact in hoodoo, they don't do that at all. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like, I try to correlate with the moon, but if it's some but type if you're of... you're desperate. If, yeah, if it's like a spell that I'm like, I need to do this now, I think once you get to a certain point of energy work... Yeah. Once you get to like a certain point of energy work and, you know, once you get to a certain level of skill, like your own manifestation abilities and your own like desire Absolutely. and willpower kind of like trumps the moon phase thing. Absolutely. That was fun. Good. We are we're we're going to get going. Uh, we we're trying. I know in previous episodes we've uh, been like, hey, come find us on social media. We're kind of bad about being on social media, but we're we're trying, we're trying. to get better. And so. what would make us be even better is if we had followers. So. Right? If we had followers, if people I was wanted feeling to, inspired, right? Make some recommendations to us. We've had some listeners already reach out to us and give us some recommendations. So, you know, you're welcome to do that. Um, you know, yeah, feel free to email us. All that information is in the show notes. We we are on we're on Twitter. We are on Instagram. Facebook. We are on Facebook. 
technically we're on TikTok. I just haven't made any videos. We just yet. bash the shit on TikTok, and then we're like, "We're here, baby." But we're on TikTok because we're com- we're coming for you, bad witches. So. Oh yeah, for real. Come All fight right. with me on TikTok. <laughs> on TikTok, I'm I'm a lover, not a fighter. Please don't fight with me. <laughs> Please don't fight with me. I will well. sit in a corner and cry. You can you can bully Evie all you want. That's fine. <laughs> Well, guys, this was great and fun as always. It sure was. And remember, folks, keep keep it magical, magical, but without without the meltdown. meltdown. Bye-bye.